Jason, let me ask you, for this account that you saw, and you were so surprised with the quality of traffic, was this campaign saturated with negative keywords to make that happen, or was this happen happening naturally? Um, I do not recall. I do okay. not recall. Okay. I uh, did not look, or maybe if I did look, I don't, I don't remember. But the point is, Chris, I've got myself a pickle here uh, because usually in the past when I go into an account that's all broad keywords, there's obvious things to do. You can run exact match keywords. You can run phrase match keywords. You can pause a ton of broad match keywords. You may not run any broad match keywords going forward. I don't want to do that in this case. My inclination is not to do that because it's already working out really, really well. And so the question is for this episode, when you go into an account, maybe you're a business owner, you're looking at your account, you're running all broad keywords, you want to make things better, but things are already in really, really good shape. You've got some good news and some bad news here. The good news is that broad keywords are working amazing and you're getting a ton of low cost volume that's probably working well based on your search terms. The bad news is here is that it's very, very difficult to find out where to go next. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode, Chris. So there's two situations uh, when you're running broad match keywords and they're working perfect. Uh, there's one scenario where the entire account is broad and that's where you've really got a problem in the sense of what do you do next? And that's what we'll be talking about as we go through this episode. But then you have another scenario I want to knock out with you where just a few keywords are broad and the rest are phrased and exact and they're all getting volume and those broad keywords are working great. What would you do, Chris, if you were taking an, over an account with some broad keywords that were working amazing? Mm. Oh, man. And, and, and they're mixed in an account. So the broad keywords are just sitting there with uh, other... Let's do a classic non-professional Google ads these days or a professional that's lost their way and they got fired. Tons and tons of ad groups okay, and one campaign okay. and phrase and exact all over the place and broad mixed in. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like a, like a surgeon walking in and, you know, I don't know where the problem is and I don't know where the good things are. You know, it's like, like, like there's some kind of soup going on here and I don't know exactly what to pull out and what to patch up. I, there's no way I could answer. It's terrifying because because if I if I stop this one keyword, there might be some kind of magic happening. And let's say it's a normal account and they only get like a one or two or three percent conversion rate. You know, they're not saturated with tons and tons of conversion data. It's a small amount of conversion data. And, you know, it's kind of a guess. Some keywords have no conversion information, but they're super great search terms and others, you know, have some, but you don't really understand why this converted and another one didn't. So yeah, I mean, I most of the time I kind of throw my hands up and kind of take it very slowly, piece by piece. Take it slow. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a right move to make is is taking it slow. In the past, it would be very easy to just say, "Well, we're going to section off these broad keywords into their own ad groups uh, and build some more ad groups that are focused." You know, service to keyword ad groups. They have okay. a collection of keywords in there. Okay. Phrase and exact, just kind of traditional, and show up on similar searches that match those ads, match those landing pages, and it's the same kind of person doing the same kind of search. That's a little difficult now, knowing what we know about the other keywords yeah. in an ad group and the way they influence each other. Mm -hmm. And we read this a couple of weeks ago where it said something to the effect of 
Google's looking at the other keywords in your ad group to influence what you mean on a keyword. And so if I'm going to section off broad keywords into their own ad groups and then move the phrase and exact to other ad groups, I'm a little worried that I'm going to take that magic away. So again, Chris, what do you do here? Oh. Is it is just the answer? If something's working, you kind of just go slow and run experiments, turn on a second campaign, mm. doing phrase and exact and see how it performs. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm with you. I'm kind of thinking this through, but uh, that's how I'm kind of thinking is just be slow, if you will. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what I would do, but I'll tell you the strategy and the process that I apply when doing something like that. And it's essentially the hypothesis method of I make a guess about something very specific and I, I look at the data and I say, if I do this, what I think is going to happen is this. And then I make that change and any other changes that I make along with it are going to be less drastic than that. I do not make multiple drastic changes. I make changes to a small degree after that major, you know, so if I pause an entire campaign or, you know, pause an entire ad group or pause some really important keywords or change some important keywords, nothing else that I do from there is going to be drastic. And then I wait and see. I make a hypothesis and then I let the data tell me. That's the process that I take for really confusing situations like this. It, and it's difficult for longtime Google Ads managers because at the end of the day, what we do makes sense to us and it has worked for years and years, which is, okay, you're getting broad keywords. You're getting search terms. Let's look at the search terms that have been working mm -hmm. from those broad keywords with conversions yeah. and also search terms that just make sense if you don't have all your conversion tracking in place. Yeah. And then let's target those search terms as keywords, exact and phrase match, and let's get only those searches as opposed to what's broad, what broad is bringing, which is those searches plus stuff you don't want. That was traditionally how it's done. But now we're factoring in A, that we don't see in some cases half or more of the search terms. And so we don't know truly what, what broad is, is bringing in fully. And then the second thing is really messing with me, Chris, is this idea that ad groups are treated like display ad group, keyword ad groups in a sense where they're looking at the different keywords in the ad group to influence what you're going to show up on. So then you throw responsive ads in the mix. So I think my takeaway is when you have broad keywords mixed in, what I like to do and what I'm going to do, Chris, is go slow. Don't mess with, with what's working, but use your Google ads knowledge that's brought you to this point And that just makes common sense. If we show up on good search terms only, we're going to get better results. And you can run things in a more organized way with phrasing exact and all that. And whether it's an experiment or a draft or maybe a multiple schedule thing, like one day the this campaign runs, the next day the other campaign runs, just adding on to the account, adding on to what's working and seeing if you can outperform to the level where you have confidence to turn off the old and go with the new. I, you can't argue with it, but it is it is difficult to have that discipline and patience. I like I like that's a good point. Focusing on adding on instead of taking away that that's what you're yeah that's what you're talking and about tearing up yeah 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 because because with adding on you're not I mean you're doing some damage because you're adding complexity to something that's already complex. You're adding you know cannibalization, uh, but you're at least able to analyze how does this perform and you can see that one thing uh, and analyze that. So 
as a, as opposed to if you turn off the broad keywords or right. move them, who move knows, them, who, yeah. and then you're like, why did they perform worse? Was it the responsive ad? Was it the other keywords in the ad group? Was it the reset of the ad score? Even, I mean, you know, just copying and pasting an ad group into a new campaign is asking for questions about why something failed. Yeah. I mean, you can't just copy and paste. It's not, it's, these keywords are so much more organic than they used to be. They're so much more of a living, breathing kind of thing now instead of just keyword does this, keyword does this. It, it That's not the case anymore. So it, just copying and pasting ad groups over or even copying and pasting keywords into a new campaign, you don't know what the result's going to be. Right, right. And and again, just to reiterate for people, this is not, we're, we're not talking about a situation where your account is all broad keywords and you're not happy with your performance. Okay, yes. Uh, Good point. That's an easy decision. Yeah. <laughs> then you can look at the search terms and then start targeting phrasing yeah. exact keywords on stuff that makes sense and stop getting the stuff that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And going from broad to phrasing exact usually does that to a very, very large extent. This is in situations where broad is working amazing mm-hmm. and you're trying to, to figure out how to improve it. So let's talk about that, Chris. You, we talked about what to do when there's like a few broad keywords mixed in and our takeaway is kind of go slow and add on. Don't don't mess with what's working, but yeah. add on and try to beat it. But what if your entire account is broad match keywords and they're working? Would you just run with that sometimes and go with that and forget phrase and exact? Or do you think there's always a place for phrase and exact, even if it's just alongside broad? What are your thoughts on that? If I am presented with a campaign where... The person's happy with the performance, but they're concerned because, you know, they listen to the podcast and, you know, they realize I'm running all broad keywords. I have no real control. I would leave the I would leave it the way it is and make sure that best practices outside of the keywords are all as good as they can possibly be. So I would actually focus on ad copy. Uh, you know, device bidding, ad schedule, extensions, you know, things like that. I actually would not mess with the one aspect of uh, the broad keywords. Would you, would you be, I mean, at some point you look at that search terms list, you see an amazing search term. Is there anything wrong with throwing in an exact match keyword? Oh yeah. I, I adding on. If that's wrong, then I don't want to be right. Chris. Right. I can't go that far. I mean, because you, we give up. On exact match. Let's say it's working great. You get a 3% on 3% conversion rate on a broad keyword. Then you add the exact match or the phrase match of some three, four word long keyword. You might get a seven or an 8% conversion rate. And you wouldn't know that until you added that keyword. So definitely adding on keywords makes sense for sure. Gotcha. Okay. So I think there is an argument to add on as long as you're not messing it up because there's nice things that can, can come from phrase and exact match keywords. There's there's control. Yeah. There's the ability to bid essentially on different search terms that are coming in from those broad match keywords and to then adjust your bids accordingly to your cost per conversion goals. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like the precision and the control that can come with that. So before uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about kind of three different ways that you can approach an account that has all broad keywords that is working well, but you want to make better. But before we do that, we should do what we do every episode, Chris, and we should just reiterate and tell people to stop. And before you go any further, 
look at the search terms report and see what search terms the broad match keywords are bringing in and think about search terms and negative keywords. Uh, because even if you're going to continue running all broad, negative keywords is going to play a huge part of making that work. Um, and then also if you're going to do something new, which is what we'll talk about after the break, the inspiration and knowledge for those phrasing exact keywords that you're going to try to get more precision and control with, that data is going to come from your search terms report. So I just wanted to take a moment, Chris, and say that even when you're running all broad, the search terms report is maybe not even just as equally important as always, which is supremely important, but maybe more so because you're getting, you could be getting a lot of, lot of range of stuff in there and that can change over time. Yeah. So dig into the search terms report is all I'm saying if, if your broad keywords are working. So, I mean, come on, let me call your bluff here, Chris. Okay, do perfect, it. Perfect results, at least in terms of the search terms coming in and nice conversion data. All broad keywords. You're not going to add phrase and exact at some point. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. Oh, yeah. No, you're okay. right. Okay. Okay. But Let's get real here. I mean, I, unless there's a specific situation, I mean, I just never know because you're being real. I mean, like if we're talking about someone selling t-shirts versus someone selling to a government agency, you know, broad keywords are working for t-shirts and broad keywords are working for a government agency software. You know, I'm probably going to change keywords for the t-shirts because it's easy to see why it's working because you can kind of understand like, okay, someone's looking for a t-shirt that's you know, size large and it's red and it has a cat on the front. So they have a bunch of graphic designs and, or a cat and graphic designs and your broad match are showing up on the search cheesy t-shirts. Yeah. And, you're like, and oh, I can see it's that the, cheesy. It makes sense. Right. Yeah. And I can kind of understand that, but with, you know, something really deep and complex and I can't really read their mind about what they're looking for because of the search, that kind of thing with some kind of deep industry kind of stuff, I may not change the keywords much at all mm. because I can't yes, especially infer a lot from those. You may not even know this, the keywords. Yeah. If it's a privacy thing and they're showing up in the yeah, other search terms point. that you don't see. And that, that's one way you can look at this for some clues on how, how to go about adding new keywords to the extent you should. Look at that search terms report. Look at the bottom and it says something like total other search terms or something like that. And it's the search terms that you can't see. And I'm, I can't recall if it shows you the conversion data in that row or not but if it doesn't just add up the conversions that you can see mm -hmm. and then take that against your overall campaign conversions and you know how many are coming from the other which you can't see yeah and you therefore you can't cr come up with keywords that are leading to conversions from the search terms report because you can't see them so i get how you're saying man again we're coming to this theme of industry by industry yeah it is um kind of judgment calls and in reality, what that means is account by account, but I guess our, our we suspect here that if it's account by account, it makes sense that it's the industry it's based on. So 